All right, let's get right into it here on the TristateFootball.com podcast. It's episode two, and today we're talking about the 2022 preseason Blitz 5 Top 25 presented by Tri-State Football. And I'll tell you what, Greg, we look at this list of teams, the rankings that are in there. I'm excited to talk about that. But man, I'm just excited to talk about football. It's great to be back. We relaunched these podcasts. We started doing them a decade and a half ago, but after a little bit of a gap, we're back. This is our second episode, and it's good to be connecting with fans in this way again. It really is, and you know, another good season, a lot of depth this year, and in the uh, like the the top tier teams are really really good, and some of these league battles are just going to be outstanding for league championships. And well, you know, then you get into the playoffs, and the regional championships will be just as fun. Absolutely. And we're going to have a lot of fun on the Blitz 5 tour. We talked about that a little bit in our kickoff podcast. But here in episode two, it's that rankings. We're going to be doing them weekly throughout the year with WLWT and Blitz 5. And you can obviously see them on our site, their site as well. And of course, George Vogel, Brandon Seho, they'll be talking about it during the newscast nightly and especially on Friday nights there. But Greg, uh, you know, as we came up with these rankings this year, consulting a lot of our writers, others in the industry, a lot, obviously a lot of the team there at Channel 5, man, it wasn't quite as easy to pick some of these teams. A lot of debate could be made for who really deserves to be at the top, uh, at least among these top few teams. Well, I tell you, you're splitting hairs when you talk about the top five teams. And, you know, when we look at it, should we go through the top five, Dan, and just well, really let them know up, how but- close they are? Yeah, just in general, let's start at the top. And yeah, it's so, Lakota West, the Firebirds, sitting uh, number uh, one enter the season. Uh, absolutely, and they've got six defensive backs that have Division One FBS college offers. They got ten players on their roster that have Division One college offers. A four-year starting quarterback in Mitch Bolden. Uh, I mean, back-to-back regional runner-up uh, uh, finishes and. They got motivation, and you know they're they're a team that's playing for something. They they were very very close to beating Saint Xavier and to beating Moeller the last two years to win a regional championship. And to be quite honest with you, I, I think they might just have enough in the tank this year to do it. Just great leadership all the way around for the Firebirds. Uh, you know they start off the season with Saint Xavier, number five ranked Saint Xavier, who loses nine players on the offensive side of the ball. But you know Saint X. They still have three Division One offensive linemen, even though <laughs> they lose all those guys. Um, and then, again, you know, that offense averaged 37.8 points per game last year, hit the 40-point mark, uh, mark eight times, and I, I, countless running clocks by halftime of their games uh, in re- or early third quarter of most of their games last year. So, um, you know, and, and, and one of the interesting facts about St. Xavier is they've won 10 games or in a season or more 10 times in 18 years under Steve Specht. And you think about the schedule they play, that's really remarkable. Certainly is. And uh, sandwiched in between West at one and St. X at five is Moeller at two, Wenton Woods at three, Princeton at four, and Greg, uh, the Crusaders topping those uh, three teams in as the second-ranked team. And what a improbable run they had a year ago. Looks like uh, – by the ranks of this, TSF thinks they can make another run here this season. Yeah, and then again, another team that has a tough schedule. Um, the combined record of the Crusaders' opponents in 2021 was 93-40, and 40, and they're on the road at Maslin, Washington to start the year. So, 
we know how good, even though Washington's a D2 team, they're like Winton Woods, uh, very much Division One talent, even though they're D2. But Moeller, you know, they won the regional championship last year. They fell to Springfield in the uh, uh, regional or state semifinals. And they get a lot back on offense, including their fine running back to the junior, Jordan Marshall. He's back again for another year. Tanel Bryant. They got, I think they got three guys on their offense who have – more than a thousand all-purpose yards in their career. So really deep team. Uh, defensively, they've got some players. A lot of, I would say it's sort of a no-name defense, but, you know, they, they can play. And, um, again, you talk about an improbable run. Moeller went one and two in the GCL South last year and still ended up winning the regional title. That just tells you how tough that league is. Wynn Woods, the reigning Division II state champions, going to be probably even better than they were during last year's run there. And Greg, uh, you, as you mentioned here in the article, I mean, they head into the season on a nine-game winning streak. The last six victories were by 10 points more. All those came in the playoffs, so they're a powerhouse. And we've got Princeton sitting here at number four. Now, they lost uh, some tough ones last year. What makes Princeton a top-five team heading into this season? They are loaded. Got some transfers in, including Tyson Beach from Walton, Verona. Tyson was the Kentucky Class 2A District 5 or District 6, whatever one Walton, Verona is in. Uh, he was the player of the year as a sophomore in 2021. Zion Mason comes over from uh, Covcath. He's a wide receiver defensive back. You also have uh, Richard West, who was a quarterback at Boone County last year, who may be the starting quarterback for Princeton. But they do lose the Engelman brothers. They went to Hughes to play for uh, one of their family members as the head coach there now. So, But that said, um, this Princeton team is going to be deeper than they were last year. They, they're in their second year under head coach Andre Parker. They seem to have a much better feel. And I've been out to both Wenton Woods practices and Princeton's practice. And th- these are two teams that are just oozing with confidence. They're very, very um, – uh, just uh, they're very, very sure of themselves, you know, and I just, I just think that these two teams have got a chance to go deep just because of their talent and some of the depth and some of the athletic ability from both of these squads. And, and you know, Winton Woods, we were talking about some transfers. They get trade corners from Mount Healthy. Mountain Trey was the Southwest Ohio conference, the SWAT conference player of the year, offensive player of the year last year. He's already verbally committed to Georgia Tech. So you put that in the backfield and give them a running game like that with uh, the defensive backs, Cam Calhoun and Jermaine Matthews Jr., who's headed to Ohio State. Calhoun's, Calhoun's going to UC. They're just deep all over on defense again. So looking very forward to Witten Woods uh, with, with another deep run in, in, in Division Two. But, you know, LaSalle's going to have a say about that. Kings is going to have a say about that. Anderson's going to have something to say about that as well. So Witten Woods and Princeton, I like them a lot. They are very good. All right. So some deep dives on the top five. We work our way down the list. We'll give some more quick hitters on appropriate. Let's roll six through ten here. Fairfield, Lakota East. LaSalle, Elder, Colerain, in that order. You talked a little bit about LaSalle and Wynwood's top challenger here, uh, in, at least in the area inside Region 8, as they always are. You got a couple more GMC squads in here, including this Fairfield team. Uh, Greg, uh, they've taken their lumps these past couple years, but that youth has turned into experience now. And this is a, this is a team that could do some uh, damage come late this season. And I'm, I'm looking forward to watching them. 
Yeah, the quarterback, uh, Talon Fisher, is in his third year as a starter there. He started as a freshman. He can run for 1,000 yards. It's going to be interesting. If he keeps his turnovers down, um, they're going to be very difficult to beat. I mean, they got some guys that are going D1, too. They've got four, five, six guys that have D1 offers, including the Jacksons, Josiah and Jordan, who both are headed to West Virginia. Jordan came in and played running back late last year and just missed 1,000 yards rushing, and uh, he's the real deal. Uh, so is his brother, but uh, uh, out of the, the out of these teams from six through ten, Fairfield's the only one that's really got experience, and I do think they can do some damage. It's just that you got Easton and, and um, Princeton ahead of you, but uh, they're capable of beating either one of those teams with the talent they have. Teams below them, seven, eight, nine, and ten. I mean, East, LaSalle, Elder, and Colerain. These are going to be young teams with lots of guys who are out to prove something and. I look at East, you know, they've got three great linemen, uh, Austin Surveld and his brother, Aiden. Austin's going to be going to Ohio State as well. And Aiden was a first-team all-league player, even though he doesn't have any Division One offers. Yeah, and their father, Clay, was elementary classmate of mine. I just now realized those were his kids. I did not no know. No way. I, the Servelds, how about that? So, yeah, there we go. Great kids. I've gone out and interviewed Austin last week, and he's a – uh, a good young man. I, he reminds you a lot of uh, the kid that just uh, went to Ohio State uh, that played for Miamisburg, Josh Myers. Very similar build, very much agile like Josh was. And, boy, if he has a career like that at Ohio State and then didn't get to the Green Bay Packers or into the NFL, that would be something for uh, yeah. Austin. It's going to be great to see all those teams. Obviously, Elder at 9, Cole Rain at 10. We're used to seeing them a little higher on the list, but uh, – you know what, uh, Greg? They, I think we can definitely expect to see some steps forward in uh, many areas for both these teams after some disappointments uh, last year, for sure. I know, especially on the Cole Rain side, a young team and uh, first losing season in 30 years. So we know the pipeline's rich there. We're expecting a bounce back here for the cards. Yeah, I think so. And, and you know, Zay, Zay Jennings, their quarterback, had a great last game of the year. Got him over a thousand yards with a like a three hundred yard rushing performance, and really it was his coming out party. I think he's going to be fantastic the next two seasons for them at quarterback. I talked to Coach um, over there, uh, and he was telling me that you know, look, uh, we got a defense this year. We were sort of young, but these guys are, are hungry. The sophomores had to do a lot of growing up last year, and that's one of the things that. Uh, Sean's uh, Sean Cutright's really uh, talking about over there that uh, you know he he likes what he sees on the defensive side of the ball. All right, let's move outside the top ten, eleven sure. through fifteen. The next five on the list: Kings comes in at number eleven after an eleven win season a year ago. Mason at twelve. Ryle, the first Northern Kentucky team on the list, they'll start the season at number thirteen, followed by the Big Blue of Hamilton at fourteen, and Indiana's first team on the list. It's the Trojans back on here, Greg, at number fifteen, and. Let's start at the top there with Kings. 16 starters returning from that team a year ago. Yeah, and they went undefeated. They lost in the playoffs to Winton Woods, who they beat in the regular season. So this is a team hungry to bring back a regional title. They're not huge up front, but they are smart. They have a great quarterback. He's got rock-solid size to him. And then, uh, you know, I just think they've been there. They've done that. Now, whether they can repeat this year, because they are going to be the hunted and not the hunters. And, That'll be a big difference, especially with Winton Woods. And, you know, and then you look at Mason at number 12. Uh, they went four and seven last year, but 
Five of those seven losses were by seven points or less. They played a lot of close games. Three of their four wins were by seven points or less as well. I think they're going to be close to getting in again. They might even be close to hosting a game in the playoffs, but they are looking for a um, eighth consecutive trip to the postseason, which has never happened. Obviously, it's it's the best run ever in Mason history. So, and then Ryle great, at thirteen. Great. Ryle at yeah. thirteen. I love this Ryle team. They have so they they spread the wealth on offense. A bunch of different guys can take care of the football. They're big up front. They got some good size for a, a Kentucky team. Um, and you know th- their thing is they've just got a tough schedule. And you know Mike Ingler likes to play it that way. He wants to be tough during the regular season, so they're ready for the playoffs. And it, and it paid off last year. So they they got through uh, Covcath. And I think Highlands for the first time in uh, six six or seven years. And last time, you know, they did that, they went on a decent run in the playoffs. So, yeah, I I like Ryle there. And uh, Hamilton, you know, I think they're going to be good with RV Crouch. They got some players coming back. They're in at 14 and at 15, East Central. I mean, you know, this team has been great defensively under head coach Jake Myers holding uh, 20 of their 36 to – opponents to eight points or less. I mean, you're going to win a lot of games like that, and they've got some offense now. The junior quarterback's back. Eli Aston's back. Uh, he's a first-team all-tri-state performer as the uh, return specialist, so I like them a lot. They're going to be really good again. I don't know if they're good enough this year to be back uh, into uh, a deep run into the playoffs or get to the state finals, but, man, you know, Josh Ringer and Cole Burton and all those guys over there, they're, they're going to be fun. They're going to be a fun team. All right, let's keep it moving here. We got uh, 10 more teams to get to, and we'll get to them pretty quickly. Uh, 16 sure. through 20 goes Anderson, Covcath, Sycamore, Baden, and Edgewood. So Covcath, a little bit of a youth movement's on there in Park Hills. You can check out, as you said, the you know some of your content up on the site, uh, some good stuff there. Anderson, we touched on. They're going to be that week one Blitz 5 game, too, versus Princeton. So we'll get a good look at them. Sycamore. Uh, obviously another GMC powerhouse, but Greg Baden and Edgewood, a couple uh, schools sneaking in here in the top 20 that uh, aren't always necessarily in it, especially this Baden team coming off that state runner up a year ago. What can we expect uh, from them in, in division three? Yeah, they're one of the, they have one of the most outstanding players in the area in Braden Moore. He's going to play wide receiver in college. He's going to play defensive back for UC. That's where he's committed to. Um, they don't have a week one opponent because nobody wants to play them after that great run they had last year. But this is a team that will win with defense, and they've done it over the last few years. They have become an alter killer, and that's been pretty hard to do in the GCL co-eds over the last decade. But uh, Baines figured that that strategy out. And then just over the road there in Butler County, just down the street, Edgewood, the Cougars came into the season winning nine of their last ten games and averaged 43 points per game. With an average margin of victory of 31.1, they got the running back there. He's special, and and you know this is three yards in a cloud of dust, and that's just the way Scott Clemens likes it. There, they're going to run the football, run the <laughs> yes, football, and beat you, beat you up defensively, smash you in the mouth. I like that team. Yeah, Edgewood kicks off first. Milford, who uh, kicks off the final five on our list, 21s, where the Eagles come in, and uh, good to see them becoming a consistent player uh, in these ranks. Taft at 22, Western Brown at 23, Wyoming 24, Beachwood. They're, they've lost quite a bit, but they'll stay in here at number 25 with something to prove. Noel Rash likes that. Greg, from this group, we got to talk about Western Brown. I mean, yeah. what's going on there with Drew Novak, the points on the board. I mean, 
it could be another historic year there in Mount Ord. Against that league that they're playing in and their non-conference schedule, I mean, this is a team that scored 700 points last season, averaged 50 points a game, got their first ever regional uh, uh, regional finals appearance, and uh, you know, it, it, they're like the 12th team in, in state history to score seven points, 700 points in a season. Drew Novak became the sixth player in Ohio history last year to throw for more than 5,000 yards and 50 touchdown passes in the same season. Very elite. I don't even think Joe Burrow did not do that in his, his four years. That's at, pretty at good Athens. company around these That's parts. pretty good company. He's, he's in there with the mock boys. All right. So, yeah. Well, you can take a full look at the Blitz 5 Top 25, the preseason edition, live for you now at tristatefootball.com with content galore. We're going to be updating rankings throughout the season, the weekly rankings available for you there as well. And, of course, you're not subscribing to this new podcast. Wherever you listen, we're trying to get out more engines, but you can find it anytime. TriStateFootball.com. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TSFootball, Instagram, and Facebook as well. For Greg Shoemaker, I'm Dan Claskins. We'll catch you next time here on the TriState Football Podcast. I'm in the